Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 190, recorded on May 5th, 2021, where John and Jason interview Arun Ulad, General Manager of Power BI Engineering at Microsoft, about all things Power BI from Microsoft Business Application Summit 2021. Hey, Jace, how are you now? John, I'm doing awesome, man. It was a great day yesterday watching the MBAS virtual event happening. I'm still just sort of bouncing off the walls, to be honest with you. It was There were so many yep. cool things. I didn't even pay attention to the weather until I, I, I sat in my office for so long between interjecting meetings between the sessions and everything because it was interesting like on the 15-minute mark. So trying to schedule meetings, people were like, why are you booking a meeting at 12.15 instead of 12 o'clock? That's kind of weird. Like, hey, I'm a weird guy. Leave me alone. But I had my blinds closed, so I had no idea. It was a gorgeous day out yesterday. I ended up going out and walking five miles after I was done. It was just that nice. Well, hey, I mean, I, I got to go out there and help the guys open the pool that came yesterday. So my pool's open. So there you go. I'll but- be there. I'll be there on Saturday. I'll be there. <laughs> well, I, no, I don't think it's cold. But I don't think we want to talk too much about the weather today. No, no. We got too many other things to talk about. And we actually, we teased this, but we didn't ever tell people that we were going to be able to get this interview done. Yeah. We weren't quite sure. I was walking around Disney World trying to reschedule (laughs) this interview. It was rather amusing. My wife was looking at me like, we're about to go on the Frozen ride. Can you put your phone away? I was like, I'm trying to get this interview scheduled. Then no, it'll take just a minute. Like, And the lady's like, your phone's going to get wet. Like, I don't care. Let me alone. It's a, it's, a, it's an iPhone. It'll be okay. But what we have today is an interview. Once again, I believe this is our third time getting third. to talk to this gentleman. And we, we've done it after big events and always around the vision of what's going on with Power BI. Arun, it is a pleasure to have you here. If you wouldn't mind, once again, introduce yourself to our audience, sir. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jason, for having me here. Good to see you and John. So I'm Arun Ulag. I'm the corporate vice president of the business intelligence platform here at Microsoft, which means that I get to build all of our BI products. I spend most of my time, as you would expect, on Power BI. But I also own analysis services, both SQL Server analysis services and Azure analysis services. And my team also builds and ships Power BI report server and SQL Server reporting services. So business intelligence is what uh, me and my team are all about. Wow. And that's a little bit of a change from, I believe, the last time we talked with you. You've uh, taken on some more, at least in, in, the, in the name uh, of things. It's a little bit more than the last time we spoke with you, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember when when that was, but um, I'm not exactly sure if the charter grew, uh, Jason, but the products have gotten a lot bigger. So for that's, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we kind of noticed that we talked about it not too long ago about the fact that it looked like things were changing uh, over at Microsoft. And it's very cool to see the way things are coming together, the way the naming is uh, as well. Just it's really good stuff. And you talked about an awful lot at MBAS yesterday, and we're very glad to have you here. John, you look like you have something to add to no, that no, statement. No, no, no. no. Well, I, I, was, I was wondering with that, there was that recent reorg, right? With the business application group is now the the reason I was pausing because I can't remember the new name. <laughs> I know the acronym is... Yeah, DTP. DTP, DTP, yeah, and that's got that—that's all the pieces of Azure really that in, that involve the the business intelligence stuff too. So it's nice to see it under one umbrella, that's for sure. It, it is, and you know, so my my boss James Phillips, uh, you know, the way he articulates this, I think, is really really insightful. He talks about how the world is turning upside down, right? He talks about uh, applications have generally been forms over data. 
and they were forms over data, you know, you know, 40 years ago, or when people were typing stuff into mainframes, you know, it changed with client server computing. Now you had client, you know, rich clients that had forms over data. And then it changed with the web where, you know, customers created, oh, sorry, uh, uh, you know, companies created uh, SaaS applications, but they're still forms over data. The way James articulates it, I think is really powerful because he talks about in today's world, data comes first, right? Data is coming from pretty much everywhere. Data is coming from, you know, the Nest thermostat uh, in my house where when I walk by Google knows I'm at home. Uh, it comes from my Tesla when I drive around and then Tesla knows where I'm driving, what music I'm listening to, how fast I go, when I break, you know, it comes from our human interactions because my job changed at LinkedIn. And, you know, uh, if you're selling to me for what I used to do, well, you better start selling to me for something else to, today. So, uh, you know, data comes first and being able to take advantage of all of this data, you know, really allows, enables all of us to go from a reactive forms of a data approach to a proactive, like, hey, here's what's actually happening in the real world today. And how do you move to something that uh, you want to do that puts the world in a better place? So whether it's, you know, fixing a problem before that happens or taking advantage of an opportunity that you, before any of your competitors can, all of these things are driven by data. And with the Digital Transformation Platform Group, we've put all of the assets together. So everything from, you know, the Azure data platform, both operational databases, as well as analytical systems, the IoT team, you know, has come into uh, DTP, all of our AI yes. capabilities, Azure Machine Learning Cognitive Services, and what was previously the Business Applications Group, Dynamics 365, the Power Platform, all of them together helping our customers digitally transform in a world in which data comes first. Power BI was really the first thing in that group when you think about it, right? It was the first product there. So you're pretty well situated. It would have made sense if it's, if it's data-centric, it was the first window on that data. So and it's had it's had one wild ride in the last well we could say 6 years but we know it's really 8 but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been absolutely crazy john parbia continues to grow like a rocket ship an absolute rocket ship i you know i would love to share the monthly active usage chart of parbi you know as we grow and i do it every so often it's an exponential curve Today, we have 260,000 organizations around the world using Power BI. It's uh, pretty much every country, every geography, every industry. 97% of the Fortune 500 use Power BI in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and the other three must be Oracle, Amazon. <laughs> you can name the others. You can, yeah. <laughs> you can name them. But, uh, but yeah, it's, and it's in, in uh, some cases, they're using Power BI and they don't even know it yet because somebody's already gotten started. But in many cases, we're seeing more and more customers just standardize on Power BI tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of users, really bringing BI in the hands of everyone, which is really what we set out to do is to try to drive a data culture that everyone can make every decision on the data. So it's been absolutely fabulous to be on this journey. And it's not a journey that Microsoft did alone. It's a journey that we did jointly with our community. So that makes it even more exciting. We were talking just before we uh, we, we started hit the record button about when you did the keynote, and we always call it a keynote. I know that there's one big keynote, but... When you guys come out, when you and Amir come out, that's our keynote, man. That's just, <laughs> so when we talk about it, that's what we mean. But so when you came out and did your keynote yesterday, one of the things that you showed was the Gartner Magic Quadrant slide and the Forrester slide. And I was commenting the fact that it kind of feels like it's getting repetitive because you guys are so far ahead at this point and you're up in that upper right-hand quadrant, which is amazing because I, you know, we see a lot, you know, because of the disruption in the industry, we see so many things changing. That's the thing that over the course of the past at least four years, I am have it in my head, you all have been out there as the front runner, period, without anybody really close. So it's been really cool to see. That's got to feel good knowing 
just what the world has been through, not just the last 18 months, but if you look at the past four years of what's going on in the world, how digitally everything has changed so dramatically, because I, I try to look at it from a bigger picture rather than just that which you know, the pandemic has shaped so much of our, of our world right now. But look at it beyond that. It really feels that like there's so much that has happened. If I if I just transpose back to that point in time, it's like when we were doing workshops four years ago, the amount of content is like, are we going to be able to fill, fill a full day? And now it's like, <laughs> are we going to be able to like get it like past one topic almost in a full day? Because there's just so much to unpack here. But it was really cool to see what what you were showing. That's those numbers are amazing. It's, it's an exciting time. And we'll look, we're just getting started, Jason, because if you look at um, what we're trying to do, you know, let's just step back to what Microsoft's trying to do. Our mission is to empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. Mm-hmm. That's our mission, right? And when you think about that, you know, Power BI, we work on enterprise software. So it's, it's about helping the working population of planet Earth. Right now, the working population of planet Earth is three and a half billion people. Now, we're at the very beginnings of helping three and a half billion people make every decision with data. And so while it's exciting to see the journey we've been on, the number of things that we've um, we have accomplished together, I think it's even more exciting to think about, hey, what is the opportunity ahead? And this is where we think about serving the entire work, working population of planet Earth. We think about tapping into all of the data that exists, not just the data that exists neatly in transactional systems of record, but all the data out there, your product telemetry, your human interactions, you know, all of that stuff. And being able to extract insights from it and put that power in the hands of every individual so that they can accomplish more, right? Yeah. That's the journey we are on. As, uh, as excited as I am about the progress we have made, there's just so much opportunity ahead. So I'm, you know, I'm even more excited about uh, the next 6, 12, 18, 24 months. It's just going to be, be, it's going to be crazy. Are you drowning in spreadsheets? Are you gasping for a better reporting solution? Let Marquee Insights throw you a lifeline. They can help you chart a course to success with Power BI, then get underway quickly with one of their quick start solutions while learning the ropes from their experienced staff. If you're ready for reporting bliss, go to marqueeinsights.com and click the Get Started button and learn how they can help you make better, faster decisions with smarter data. You're driving ahead on so many different fronts and your message is empowering the user, empowering the team, empowering the organization. And you see advances on all of those fronts. I'm going to give you a little example. And by the way, at the same time, you're listening to what the community has to say, which is amazing. And I know I kept asking questions for a few years. So what are you going to do about premium for small companies? What are you going to do about premium for small companies? Then we came up, you know, premium per user just came out and that solves the problem. But I want to share something with you because it's something that Jason's pointed out in the past. It shared a problem, and this is an accessibility, getting this in front of people. It shared a problem for us. I literally this morning had this come up. I I saw a message right here on my Teams. It's my business partner just says, I want to hug the premium per user engineering team. (laughs) That's legit. And this is a very large pharmaceutical company that no doubt already has premium capacities. We're selling our product through Power, Power BI's our interface. So when we go in, it's Power BI, but for this one team within this large pharmaceutical, they didn't have access to that stuff. 
Premium per user lights it up because they're dealing with massive amounts of data. Boom, solves a problem right there. So I just want to say thanks for focusing not only on the usability, which is how we are able to sell our product. We're taking advantage of the good work you're doing there. But the scalability, which makes the large enterprise guys happy, plus the deployability. I mean, you're being flexible with the licensing. It's awesome. Sorry, I just wanted to say thanks. <laughs> well, look, I wanted to just um, build on what you said, John, because I wanted to thank you and the rest of the community, right? If you look at my blog, I stand my keynote, I guess, you know, we start off with the partnership that I built the industry leader, right? And it is really a partnership. The thing that I pride myself on the most, my team prides ourselves on the most, is that we listen and respond to our customers, right? If you go to ideas.parvi.com, 23,000 ideas, Granted, a few duplicates, but 23,000 <laughs> ideas that 100,000 of our users put in and have more than half a million votes, right? And nothing gives my team more pride than taking those user votes off the table. Saying, hey, what can we ship this month? What can we ship this quarter? What can we ship this semester? And we keep that count. We have shipped capabilities that cover more than 200,000 votes from our customers and our community members. So Power BI's success is not just Microsoft's success. It's our community success. It's our customer success because we build the product that you guys ask us for. And we ship at a velocity that nobody ever has ever seen before, right? New features in the service every week new release of desktop pretty much every month. And we've been doing that for six years now, right? And nobody's been able to match this pace of innovation. So it's a pace of innovation that's never been seen, but it's a pace of innovation that's guided by what our customers are asking for, what our community is asking for, ask us for. That's why it's our success. It's, you know, it's our product. It's not just, uh, it's just not a Microsoft thing. I, I want to commend you on the level of quality for that yep. as well, to ship at that rate with the quality level that y'all are doing is unheard of. So kudos on that. I, I want to uh, take a spin off of what you just said, where with ideas.powerbi.com, we've talked about it on our show before about the fact that with the platform change, it's been a little harder. And But the fact is, I'm going to take a little bite of humble pie on this. The fact that you all are spending enough time looking at it, that during that second session, you know, Amir came out and said, that was number four on our ideas list. This one's number three, and we're shipping that soon. Can't wait to hear when soon's going to be. I know we're not going <laughs> to ask right now. We will get there because we always do with this group. It's never, oh, two years later, and we actually didn't ever see anything. But the fact that some of the stuff that Amanda talked about, she talked about the number three and number four asks in ideas.powerbi.com. And the fact that you all are tracking that I'm looking forward to, and I know that there is work going on to make ideas at powerbi.com better than it is today. I know that there's a commitment from y'all to that, but it was really cool to see that that was where the focus was. And the stuff that she showed was unbelievable. And I'd, I'd love to get to it in just a minute, but I do want to jump to the first session that you did yesterday, the one that you and Justina talked about, because there's a big piece there and John and I were talking about it. And I'd love to know your vision for goals. It looks really neat. And I, I went in yesterday. First thing, I was working on some project management timing of, hey, we need to ship this. What's going on with my team? I pulled it out of the Excel workbook that I was building it out in and threw it right into goals. So nice. what's the vision that you have? Like, you know, I saw the demo, really cool stuff. And I really love the fact that during that level of keynote, it was a walkthrough demo of this is how you do it by Justina. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. No, it's, I'm glad you asked this question, Jason. Where we come from really is that we we realized that something like 80% of Power BI customers already use Power BI to track their performance against their objectives, 
right? So if I were to step back, think about why we come together. Why do we come together as teams? Why do we come together as organizations? Why do we come together as nonprofits or governments? It's all to achieve specific objectives, right? That's what we are all about. And in today's data-driven world, all of your progress is measured through data. So if, you know, the whole reason we exist together and we work together is to achieve objectives whose progress is measured through data. So our vision for goals is really that simple. We want to make it easy for everybody to achieve more. So I really think about um, goals as really, uh, you know, as four foundational things. The first is really it's driven by data. That's what Power BI is all about. So it can connect to the hundreds of systems on premise or in the cloud automatically, you know, uh, with Power BI, right? So it, it, it builds on that capability. But it's not just the fact that we have connectors. We have business logic. You can express what matters. You can combine your, you know, your quota with your pipeline, with actual sales and figure out here's the gap to, you know, where I need to be, you know? So there's just so much power in being data-driven. All of your data, your business logic lives in Power BI today. Now you can connect it to your goals. That, that's number one. The second is it's built for teams. Like every part of the Power BI experience, it's natively integrated into Microsoft Teams. So you get the full experience in the standalone service, but if you're using it in Teams, it makes it so much better. Because now when teams come together, they can precisely track where they stand and they can precisely understand how each person is contributing to the team's overall goals. The third one is really what I think about as AI-powered. And this is really, really, really important. Now, we've been on a journey with AI, right? And um, Power BI today has the most comprehensive capabilities, uh, AI capabilities in any product out there. We have over 100,000 customers using the AI capabilities in Power BI today, 20 plus public case studies. But the reason we're so successful is we really took AI away. You know, we pushed it to the background and mm -hmm. we focused on business users and business outcomes. So the key influences visual, visual tells you what influences an outcome you're interested in driving. The decomposition tree allows you to decompose with an AI-guided path. Smart narratives tells you what's most important that you should be paying attention to, right? All of these really are not about AI jargon. It's about driving business value, right? That approach focused on business users and business outcomes has been enormously successful. Now, goals takes it to a completely different level. Here's why. Today, we do not have signal on what you're trying to accomplish. So our AI can say, well, how can I make this thing go up? Or like, how I can, you know, like revenue? Or how can I make this thing go down, like defects? But now if you tell us what you're trying to accomplish, oh. now we can, our AI can just get so much smarter and so much more proactive. So this is why I'm so excited about goals, because it takes what we can do from an AI perspective to a completely different level. Even in the demo that Justina showed yesterday, she saw how you were going you know, behind plan and then you could click into it and you could use you could slice and dice your data. You could use a decomposition tree. And just like that, in a few seconds, you knew exactly what your opportunities for improvement. Now, think about that experience that you saw, but now on steroids, right? Mm. All of our AI capabilities using the signal to proactively help you identify you know, where you can improve. And the last pillar really is about automated action. This is another uh, case where the power platform overall brings capabilities to the table that customers absolutely adore. Because now you tell us what you're trying to achieve, and then we can, you know, we can track how you're doing, and then we can tell you, you know, when you're ahead of plan, behind plan, etc. But now you can hook power automated to this, and then you can author completely any business process you want with the 300 plus connectors that Power Automate has, so that you can take all the business actions that you want to have completely in an automated way. So just imagine the power of this, right? Imagine most customers do today with goal tracking systems, they go in and key stuff in manually and then they key the results in manually. I mean, this is the difference between, I guess, like the 
1950s and today in terms of computing technology between what people use today for goal tracking and what Power BI goals uh, brings to the table. One thing that really, and, and I love the idea of the feedback into the AI, by the way, that's not even something I'd considered before. That makes complete sense. But the other part of it is by, you really focused on usability with it. And that's key. I mean, I, I'm someone who's, I remember performance point. And uh, by the way, nice job on paying off the last piece of technical debt on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really with this balanced scorecard. But the way that you can hook to data. I mean, any KPI system I've seen before, a designer's presenting, okay, and what measure do you want to use? And it's like, geez, I don't know what the measure is, and you're sifting through, and is this the right thing? No, not this one. This lets you pick the report you're familiar with, point at the piece of data on the report, and that's what it uses. I've never seen anything like that, and that's amazing. And that, you know, you drive, you make it easy enough for people to use, they're going to use it, and that's just going to feed this thing back more and more. You know, I'm so really glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up because the team spent enormous time to just get that interface right. And the challenge is that, hey, you have all your data in Power BI, great. But you don't actually think about your data. You think about the reports that you use mm -hmm. to access your data. That's what the business user sees, right? Yes. So we wanted to think about a user interface that made it drop dead simple to be able to connect the goal to either the current status or the outcome with a user experience that made sense for a business user and a business analyst, which is exactly why we invested so much in helping you go to the report that you always go to, pick the data point that you're interested in, and it pops up showing you all the filters that it supplies in the current value. And just with a couple of clicks, you've now linked it in. So that experience, I'm so glad you took it out because I think I call it out, John, because I think the team will be very grateful to hear you do that because they spend so much time to get this thing right. Because if you didn't get this thing right, then it will not be a pleasure to use. As soon as the bits got deployed inside Microsoft, literally I couldn't wait. I set up my own goals inside, you know, goals in Power BI. And it took me about 30 minutes and I was shocked. I was literally shocked. There were a couple of bugs when I tried it out for the first time, but in 30 minutes, I was able to get all of my goals in, wired up to my current status, just like that. Right. And, you know, with really no quote unquote technical skills necessary. And that's what we're enabling for uh, millions of customers out there. I'm really even more excited about it because I'd seen that and I was thinking about it. I was like, why is this going to be so important? It's the end user experience that drives that. And to that point, part of what you showed yesterday was some other big features that drive the user experience. We've been building some really cool reports in my team and we do our own custom navigation. And we have been since minute one because we want to make it feel like an app. We want that experience where if you pop into Teams, you feel like you're in an app. You don't feel like yeah. you're just looking at a report because you're interacting, you're doing so much. And one of the things that, you, that Amanda showed yesterday was the custom navigation and the new button capability and all of that. And we saw the new buttons drop this month with the new Power BI desktop yep. and started to see some of the things that it could be going towards. But you blew people's minds. I had my whole team watching that video yesterday. And uh -huh. the responses that I got, I told them I kind of want to do a watch party. And I want to do a screen capture of everybody's faces when they see some of these things. The, the amount of ease and that it's going to be making my life easier because we used to drop custom buttons on each page for navigation purposes, yeah. having to do all of that and keeping that up was taking at this point for some of the reports an hour every time you wanted to add something new or you made changes. And now because of the dynamic nature behind the scenes of what you all have done, you get that capability plus 
the real level security of being able to say, for these groups, I don't want them to see this page at all. Yeah. We get that request constantly and be able to drop a page and it just not show up. Absolutely fantastic. That will, when that, when that hits, that's going to be my favorite feature, which, and that surprises me because there's so many great things, but just that capability of how do I show people exactly what they need to see without having to custom code it all the time. It's beautiful. I really top marks for that for me, because that end user experience, whether you're in the smallest of groups or the biggest of enterprises, it's all about making this thing usable and friendly for people to be able to come and consume. That was huge. No, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I'm sure Amanda will be delighted to hear this. You guys are super users, right? So we need to make sure that, and you build some incredibly sophisticated experiences in Power BI, but we do make you jump through a few hoops, yeah. right? So we're really thinking about what is it that we can do that makes your life radically better. And I, and I do think we took a big step forward yesterday. So with, um, with all the experience you saw, so thank you for calling that out. You're also doing the visioneering stuff. There was a, a segment there yesterday uh, with <laughs> data in space. space. I want to say that with an echo. <laughs> I wonder if we can get that. But it's not science fiction. I mean, you've taken what you've been doing with the HoloLens. Now you're extending it down to the phone. I just think you should call it Power BI Go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. I mean, it'd be interesting to walk in. Now, obviously, it'll be secured out, but it would be fun to go and discover reports lying around. <laughs> it's pretty interesting stuff, that spatial anchor stuff. I could see that being pretty useful. And this is where we think about how do we bring, what is next for, you know, for BI, the industry as a whole. And you know, today, most people get um, insights by sitting on a PC. Okay, mm -hmm. well, they did that 20 years ago. Right now, with Power BI Mobile, I just want to spend a minute on that because yeah. you know it's just such a delightful experience. It's 4.7 on iOS, 4.8 on Android. The mobile team takes so much pride in looking at every customer review, responding to every piece of feedback, even critical feedback. And it's a very, very small team in Israel. They are so, so, so focused on that, you know, on providing experiences that delight customers. Now. What we did is really, and so they built the HoloLens experience a couple of years ago, right? And it's a gorgeous experience. It's an absolutely gorgeous experience. The only small problem is not many people in the world have HoloLenses, That's right? right yeah. uh, which is why we really thought about how do we bring BI to the real world uh, with just your mobile device. And luckily for us, because we're part of Microsoft, because Azure drives so much innovation, we were able to build off Azure Spatial Anchors, which is the core technology behind the data in space announced yesterday. And, uh, you know, it is incredible because we would essentially be able to bring BI to the real world. So aisles in your local grocery store, you can have the current sales displayed right next to the aisles, right? But the possibilities are endless. You can go look at, you know, the status of the device, like how much life does it have remaining if it happens to be a part that you need to be re uh, replaced. Like literally, you know, all and these dashboards, when we showed yesterday, these reports are pinned by individual users. So it's, it's fully self-service. However, you can imagine a world in which an enterprise application will go and deploy thousands of these dashboards to every retail store in the location, in a geographical location, or every aisle within every retail store. So you can have software go drive these experiences, and everybody can just open it up in their mobile device with just Power BI Mobile. So, you know, we're really, really excited about it. We think it could, uh, it'll be a big leap forward. We think there's going to be a learning journey as well, because the first time you get your hands on it, you're going to do some cool stuff. 
And some of it is going to work and some of it is going to not work so well, but it gets us into the mode where we can actually learn from real customers and real telemetry and real feedback. So this is another example where Power BI is pushing the boundaries of what business intelligence means and how do we empower the entire working population of planet Earth. This episode of the Bifocal Podcast is sponsored by Tigraph, the award-winning reporting and analytics platform for Office 365. Get the full picture of your Office 365 network by using Tigraph. See how customers leverage its actionable insights to better understand their organization's usage, collaboration, and adoption patterns. Try Tigraph today. Sign up for a free trial at Tigraph.com. There are a couple of other things I, I wanted to get you to touch on if we could, because I know we're, we will run short on time here very quickly. There were several things that I thought were interesting and exciting, and I'd love to get your perspective on it. You know, John and I are SharePoint guys. Yes. And very excited about the new Quick Create from a SharePoint list. I think that's from a business perspective inside of Microsoft. Why is this exciting to you? I know that there's been lots of conversations and there's been lots of dialogue back and forth for years of how do we do more here Can you talk a little bit about that for us? Absolutely. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to serve every business user. You know, like we said, there's three and a half billion people that are the working population of planet Earth. Now, one of the biggest challenges we run into, Jason, is for any business user to get value from any BI platform today, whether it's Power BI or any of our competitors, we need to have a business analyst in the middle. Somebody who connects to the data, builds those reports and dashboards, and makes it available to empower the business user. But guess what? If we want to expand the, um, the, the set of people who have access, a lot of them will not have access to a business analyst who can do mm. this work for them, right? So we need to allow them to get insights with just the experiences that they already have without forcing them to have to learn how to build, uh, you know, connect to data, how to build BI systems, how to, you know, model stuff, how to visualize stuff. All of those things are going to be foreign to 95% of the working population. Mm-hmm. What we've been working hard on is how do we make insights applicable and available for every business user with no business analyst that needs to be in the middle? We're starting with tables of data. So if it's a table of data, like you see in a SharePoint list, which is the demo you saw yesterday, or you copy and paste a table of data, then we, through algorithms, can predict what you're most likely going to be interested in seeing. And then we can create a layout that we think would be a very good first step in providing some insights to the business user with checkboxes that they can either check or uncheck to say, I'm interested in this, I'm not interested in this. And the report rearranges or recreates itself, right? So no business analyst required insights directly flowing to the business user. So one is we really want to break that dependency. We want to be able to empower business users without having to have a business analyst at beck and call. That's why we're investing in Quick Create, you know, where you copy and paste, Quick Create in SharePoint, Quick Create in every place where you have data. The second aspect of this is that if you look at the way we design the licensing model, uh, model for Power BI, and this is a nuance that not everybody is aware of, is personal use of Power BI is completely free. Right? We do not charge for that. So whether you use Power BI desktop or you put, push a Power BI report to the service and you view it, you don't need to pay us a penny. Which means that, hey, if I'm allowing a business, enabling a business user to get insights wherever there's data, mm-hmm. just for his or her own use, then they don't need to pay us a dime. We can deliver value without a single cent come flowing to Power BI or Microsoft, which means that we can reach more people. Now, some of those people will say, you know what, this insight is interesting. I want to share it with somebody else. 
And that's when our paywall kicks in. Our paywall is only kicks in when insights are shared because that's when a team gets value. That's when you can do something with it as, as a team or as an organization. So this model, bringing Power BI to everywhere where there's data, we think is enormously powerful. So you know, we expect that over time in every Microsoft property where there's a table of data, you will see, you know, visualize in Power BI and it'll just be built in. And then we will expand it to multiple tables because, you know, what if you had a star schema? Could we do something intelligent with that? Could we learn from the feedback we're getting from users, from the telemetry, so these experiences become smarter and smarter over time? And then how can we bring these experiences not just to Microsoft properties, but any property where there's data? Because we can deliver value to their business users without them having to pay us or you know, their business users having to pay us. So that's kind of how we think about expanding the envelope of people we can provide value to. It's really nice to see. I mean, Power BI started out as self-service BI, and that's very much, I mean, that's going even further toward the self than, than it previously was. But at the same time, you're also focusing on the enterprise stuff and you're enabling it. You're making it so that, you know, the enterprise guys are not scared of it. And from a performance standpoint, I mean, the stuff Christian Wade showed yesterday blew my mind. I, it's just going to unlock so many things for me. And just to, to, to highlight the, the idea of having the automated aggregations feature, that's great. But this hybrid tables thing, man, I cannot. I mean, I literally was talking to my team at noon about this, say, we got to stay on top of it. We got to keep an eye on this. That is going to just unlock the scale. So you're going to go from the single user, right, with that, with that list or that Microsoft list, maybe sitting in their OneDrive, all the way up to the organization with the terabytes of data. I think that's incredible. One thing that you might be interested in to find out is the Power BI team, we do hackathons every six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole team gets involved. We spend a whole week. People get all jazzed up, collaborate across teams, across geographies, across disciplines, and then they hack. So this hybrid tables that you saw us demonstrate yesterday was part of the December hackathon. Really? Right? Yes. Wow. So one of our really sharp engineers, Christian, and it's not the same Christian way who demoed it. Uh, Christian came up with this idea. And so he, you know, he locked himself in a room. He literally coded nonstop for days at a time. And finally, he literally surfaced just at the time of the hackathon to show us this demo. And there were dozens and dozens of demos. But this one was one of the demos that blew our mind. And because we have Power BI and because we work like a startup, you know, guess what? We immediately, I like literally, I called Christian on that Friday evening. I said, dude, you got to tell me what on earth you did. You know, how did you do this? <laughs> right? And he was so excited. So we, we demoed it, I think, to my boss, you know, like in early January saying, hey, this is what came out of the hackathon. One of the things that came out, and this is why we think it's so powerful. James loved it, right? And by that time, we were already figuring out designs. We were already figuring out how do we actually build this as a major feature of RBI. So it went from a hackathon concept from one engineer in December to a huge part of our keynote demo yesterday at Embass. So I guess that makes it about four and a half months, right? Wow. And wow. we will ship it uh, this, this calendar year. I don't know exactly when, but in the next few months sometime. But it's just such a compelling capability because it allows us to really get uh, the same performance that you get with a word pack engine with our in-memory models with, with direct query sources, which are in near real time. So it's it's crazy. But the, the best part of it is really the speed of innovation and the fact that it was, kind of, you know, Christian came up with it and, you know, it, it's become a part of RBI. Wow. I can't not highlight the fact that uh, yesterday you came out and talked about Premium Gen 2 is going GA in July. That's huge. And I know this is not true. It is not a true statement, but it feels like a true statement 
it feels like Gen 2 is already in GA. It feels because it's been, we've been using it for a while and it's been so solid that it feels like that. I know it's not going to be GA until July, but it's been a home run so far. And, you know, the other two things I wanted to highlight that, you know, feel more minor in nature than, you know, some of the other things. But one of them was the Power Automate Visual, which dropped this past month, which is huge. And the other one is the one that's going to come soon. And I need it for pretty much every client I have, which is the paginated report visual for Power BI reports. Mm -hmm. That's when we first saw it, I went, ooh, 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 they just did it. And (laughs) you came back around and went, and now here's, by the way, we just showed you this and this is coming. That is so awesome. It's great to see it working and can't wait to get my hands on it. But, you know, really everything from yesterday was really great. There were so many aha moments and, you know, jump out of my chair screaming uh, politely, yeah, there may have been expletives uh, dropped in it when I was doing it, but it was a really good set of moments. I wish we would have been in person, Arun, because, man, those were fun days when we used to do that back in Atlanta and other times. But uh, really, kudos to the team. Thank you so much for making the time. Before we close up, is there anything else that you'd like to make sure that our listeners know? No, I, I just wanted to say thank you, Jason. You've been a huge part of the Power BI community. You've been an awesome uh, you know, partner for us to work with. Uh, same for you, John. You know, thank you so much Thanks. for leading in. Thank you for being great partners. Thank you for speaking on our behalf. Thank you for telling us the things that we need to shape up when we do need to shape <laughs> up. But uh, I really, really appreciate it. And I'm genuinely grateful to have uh, you guys be part of our journey together and the rest of the Power BI community. So I just wanted to say thank you and thank you for joining us at Embest. Thank you for your viewing parties. You know, so I'm really, really excited. I know the team is also super jazzed with all the excitement from yesterday. Well, thank you so much, sir. We look forward to the next time that you get to get up on stage and tell us all sorts of awesome stuff. And in the meantime, we'll be watching the the monthly rollout that Arun does and lots of great stuff. By the way, for our listeners, there was a post from Jay this morning talking about it's a Microsoft Business Application Summit recap with all of the announcements, links to everything. Make sure you go out and check that out. John, I think you and I are going to spend some time and talk. We're going to put in the notes. We're also going to probably recap a little bit and deep dive into some of these things uh, a little bit more once we've had a chance to play with some of them as well. But all in all, thank you so much, Arun, for your time. This has been a real pleasure, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons. 